Live from both coasts, it's the Take the Ride podcast. Because I think she's just been dickmatized Wait by, this, by this chap. Wait, she's what? the term dickmatized? Goddamn right I did. Now here are your hosts, Adam Drake and Johnny Wright. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Take the Ride. It's a podcast about um, monkeys. <laughs> this is new. It's a new. We're going in a whole new direction now. Prepare yourself. Mm. I should really mm-hmm. write these things out beforehand. Uh, I'm Adam. Adam Drake. I almost said Adam Wright after the uh, last time you you said it. Uh, with me, uh, a man who looks like if whole wheat bread had a face, Johnny. Wright. <laughs> Hello, I'm Johnny Wright. <laughs> I don't Sorry, that, already, that, that already that already got me that Good. already got me awesome um, yeah it's whole, whole grain babe I just, <laughs> coming in hot coming yeah. in hot uh how's it going man how's life well <laughs> i am <laughs> yeah that size is not a good start is it no that exhales that exhales not a good start it is um it, it's it's challenging right now. Uh, I, I you know we're we're trying to we're trying to find the we're trying to find some positivity and um, but it is it is uh, it's a it's a mess right now. Yeah, it is. It's it's right. a dumpster fire rolling down the mountain. Do you think that when all of this is done, and mm. hopefully it will be done, right? That oh, we man. that we as a collective will have a better view on life. And maybe not take the things that we took for granted before. We won't take those for granted anymore. I mean, I, I hope so. I, I really hope so. For yeah. me, I, I think I can say that honestly, I will. Um, yeah. uh, I, I, you know, learning, lear, learning about some of the crap that's been going on and learning more about it has been pretty eye opening. Yeah. Um, you know, even for us that have lived in big cities, you know, that know that it's, it's been pretty eye popping to see, just the nonsense that happens all the time, but yeah, of um, course, but I do, uh, before, before we get, before we get started. So, well, as we are getting started, goodness sakes. Um, last night I have two nephews who live in Ohio and, okay. uh, they're, they're seven and nine. They're really, they're rascals. So my brother puts me on FaceTime last night. They went golfing last night. So I was, Hey, do you want to watch the boys golf? I was like, yeah, I do. man. So, so I was watching them. I watched them play like three holes. And wow, so that's actually, a, you're very patient. I don't know if I could watch preteens playing golf for three yeah holes. you know well yeah well you know just you know joking around with them and so my brother he's got he's holding us up and he's, he's showing them hit their shots and then yeah. my brother ted my brother ted's a very good golfer and he his hands the ball to his nine-year-old son he's hey, hey hold the phone for uncle johnny so he can see me tee off okay nice so landon is now holding the phone right my brother steps up to the tee box and as he's doing a practice swing landon <laughs> the phone you can see the phone drop down and he farts right into the phone <laughs> I love it. I love and, it. <laughs> it's just, it was just ridiculous. And I, I quoted, now he doesn't know I'm quoting it. I quoted Rodney Dangerfield from Caddyshack. And I said, whoa, did somebody step on a duck? And I've never <laughs> heard a little boy laugh harder. That's amazing. I've never heard him laugh harder. And he, like, it was, it was uh, that, that, had, that made my week. It All was right. so funny. He, he knew he had one in the chamber. Yeah. And he put the phone right to his booty and let her rip. It's good. That, I mean, well trained. I oh. like. I like this kid. I like the cut oh, of yeah. his jib. I like it. Yeah, I like these shenanigans, young man. It's fantastic. God. Yeah. I that, actually, so, in all the darkness, I'm finding little things like that to give me a laugh. Absolutely. Because that was hilarious. 
Yeah, my my daughter is well versed in the pull my finger ruse. <laughs> she does it to me. I do it to her. If you don't think farts are funny, what's wrong with you? Come on. One yeah. comes out of your butt. That's funny. <laughs> I don't two, it makes a funny. Two, it makes a funny noise. Yes. And three, it stinks. It's funny. Yeah, it really what's, is. What's not funny about that? And then a nine-year-old had the presence of mind to put the phone right next to his rear end and fart. It was yeah, that's exceptional. So I love that. Funny. That's somebody amazing. step on a duck. <laughs> Did you peace, say it like Rodney? Rodney? I, yeah. No, he has no idea where that's from. Yeah. You know, obviously. But so I should I, I should probably send him like uh, I should probably send my brother the like the clip from YouTube, and so he, he knows what I said. But yeah, I've heard that I've never heard a little boy laugh harder. I went down a rabbit hole. Uh, months ago, maybe even a year ago, of just watching old Rodney clips on the Tonight Show. Amazing! And, oh, just how amazing! Like, uh, you know, Carson just sits there and just you know, kind of just yeah. keeps it going, but Carson doesn't really add it. anything. Oh, it's it's genius! It's it's funny. It's funny you say that because this week I had a similar rabbit hole with David Letterman appearances on Johnny Carson. I did. Oh wow! Excuse me, five or six of those, and they're yeah. they're pretty amazing. Uh, Letterman's on the, the, the last part of Carson, you know, right when he's ending the show and, and Letterman comes out and he says, you know, they, they banter for a bit. And then Letterman goes, uh, can I say a word to the band, Johnny? <laughs> he says, sure. <laughs> Dave stands up and goes, boys, the gravy train is over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a similar rabbit hole. How about that one where I, I, I'm not going to get it right because it's been a while since I've seen it, but doesn't Carson like buy his old truck like dave's old truck or does something with his old truck i don't know maybe, maybe i have, haven't seen it i think it's an old red ford that he, oh, yeah that he, brought, that he brought out from indiana when yes. he came out to start the comedy store but i don't remember the the, the further details of the story yeah I, there's, I feel a, like he, there's a famous photo of letterman next to this old truck that he drove out from indiana because he quit being a weatherman yeah. and went out and started doing, and then got on stage at the comedy store have you ever been to the comedy store That's no a fun never place. That's a fun place. I've driven past it, but never, never been in it. Yeah, not as good as the cellar, in my opinion, in yeah. New York. But, but the comedy stores—it's really—it's you feel the history in there. It's really it, cool. Because I mean, the cellar is so small. Is the, the cellar small? Is it? No, there's inside. There's there's three rooms there. There's I mean, it's oh, yeah. it's, it's it's much bigger. Um, it used to be a nightclub. And, and oh, okay. And, so yeah, uh, yeah, it's a fun place. Yeah, there's one. There's the main room. There's the belly room, and then there I think there's one other one. But see, um, but I it's think- a fun place to go. The, the reason the cellar works so well is that it's so small. It's so intimate. Yeah. The ceiling is low. Yeah. It's just brick I mean, it's walls. It's a basement. It's literally feels, a basement. It feels dank. Yeah. There's probably 50 people in there. Maybe. Maybe. And yeah. half of them are stand-ups just waiting, waiting in the back yeah. to see what goes on. Yeah. Well, they're upstairs having pie together. But, that's yeah. right. Yeah. God, I, saw, I saw Chris Rock there one night. And I think you told me where he was like yeah, working out stuff. Yeah. He just came in with a legal pad and did like 10 minutes and that's left. Awesome. It was like amazing. The best person I ever saw there was the late Patrice O'Neill. I saw him oh do a full God. set there. And he was one of my wow. favorite comics. That was the first time I'd ever seen him. This is 2002 or something. Yeah. And um, he became one of my favorite comics. But I saw him do a full, full uh, like 20 minutes there. It was great. He That's was, amazing. He, was, he destroyed. <laughs> oh, how could he not, man? That destroyed. dude was like literally larger than life. I mean, just yeah. so funny. He does that one bit where he's talking about the uh, the girl who gets uh, it was abducted in Anguilla or, or Antigua or whatever. And everyone yeah. knows her name, like Natalie Holloway, right? And then he's like, oh, did you right. hear about that other girl? You know, the African-American girl who got kidnapped? And he waits. Yeah. No one says no, anything. He's like, see? <laughs> That's the problem. And it's, oh my God, it was so well done. And the timing is, is just perfect. So, 
I love it. <laughs> yeah, once he was one, at one of the roasts and Zach Galifianakis was there and he gets up and he's like, and Zach Gaffinakis, I refuse to learn this shitty white name. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's perfect. That's that perfect. Great. Um, yeah, man. God, he was, he was great. What's he, he was very good. So yeah. uh, we're looking now at uh, the, uh, the game show host uh, sending kids back to school. You have a little one. I have two, actually. Two kids. Well, I mean, one that would that would go to school. Um, well, here's the thing, Johnny. I don't know if you're you, gonna like. I don't know if you're gonna like me telling you this. Oh, okay. Uh, I have two kids. They're both currently in school. Oh, like, really? As we talk right now, they are at really. The oh, okay, okay. However, mm-hmm. and I, I, I know, <laughs> I know, we're about to get into it here. Um, no, but no, no, no. I will say that. Um, the precautions that the school is taking are yeah. nothing short of miraculous. Uh, but see, I mean, that's going to be the point though, is are the, how many of these schools are going to be able to take these precautions? Right. You know, how are you going totally. to, like I saw a teacher on, on uh, CNN last night that said that last year she had like 37 kids in a classroom. How are you going to space <sighs> it out? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's and, not what we're dealing with. Because this rush to get, to get people back, I'm, uh, you know, sending, risking kids health, is a pretty wild uh, re-election strategy. That is, uh, <laughs> and you expect something different from this. Yeah, president. and risking teachers' health and yeah. cafeteria workers' health and janitorial services' health. And that's a pretty wild strategy. Yeah, I, I don't know what to think about it. It's um, we need more data, I guess. But well, always. But I think there's also, I mean, the dude's grasping at straws right now. Yeah, but no. I, but again, to be fair, my nephews in Ohio they are they are in day, in daycare, but yeah. there is only half the capacity that there used to be, and they yep. have to wear a mask every day, and they have to wash their hands every half an hour, and yep. you know, so you know, it's yeah. I mean, to to be fair, and my, I have two nephews that are there as well, but I also have teenage nephews that have no idea if they're going back to school. One's right? going to be in high school, and he doesn't know. See, that's such a bummer, man. I feel so yeah. bad for like the kids that were, were seniors this I year or seniors next year. And it's like, yeah. like you've earned that, that moment and it was taken from you. Yeah. So I'm inviting all seniors to come to my house. We're going to have a prom at my house. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do a little graduation ceremony and, and then party down. some weed. Yeah. Just partying down. What are you going to do? Uncle, uncle, go over to Uncle Adams for um, <laughs> smoke, smoke a bowl. Yeah. Right. You no. Know, and get some COVID. Oh God. <laughs> so before my kids can even go set foot inside the school, they have their temperature taken. Right. That's another precaution. Yeah. I'm not allowed to go in. I, I haven't been inside that school since February, March, something like that. Early March. Mm-hmm. Um, all the teachers wear masks. I mean, it's like, Oh, and, and like, if you go out of state, then you can't come back to school. Is, is there like weeks. a two week penalty or something? Two week penalty. So yeah. yeah there goes that, that's maybe not the right word, but penalty is not maybe not the right word. No, but, but we were. Um, but the, the, yeah, again, the, I I do see how it it that can be done safely. But we we're talking about if we're talking about kids in New York oh, City. Yeah, that's. I, I don't know, you know. And then plus, it comes out. But you're going back to school. Well, I mean, who's paying for all this protection gear? Right. Are, are, I mean, are teachers going to have to pay for their own masks and gloves and sanitizers? Because the there's States, no plan right now. You got, you're goddamn right. The teachers are going to have to pay for it. They buy their own books now. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. My buy their own chalk. My dad was the public. Teacher. My dad was a public school teacher, and that just it just yeah. pisses me off. I know, you know man. It's just it's just unreal. My mom so, yeah, was a public school teacher too. 
Yeah, no, no plan at all. Just we need to get the kids back to school. <sighs> Good you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm blind. It's, uh, <laughs> it's tough, man. Yeah, there is something different with your beard. It's looking more bushy. Well, no, but I I got a little bit of a I got a little bit of a of a of a rolled mustache going right now. Inside of, the beard. So it, it it's it's like, got to the point now that it's so long I need to you know, I just need it, that I can pull the mustache up and it gives it a little more uh a little more a little more sass, if I yeah, say. You so. want that sass. Yeah, you it's, look, a sa- it's a sassy goddamn beard. <laughs> you look like a newsboy <laughs> who like went through the Great Depression okay. and World War Two. Yeah. And had nose cancer. <laughs> like all that. And right, while living of, in a ca- while living in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, that goes without saying. That was that was implied. I'm sorry. I thought you yeah. knew that. Fair. It's, yeah. it's fair. It's fair. It's fair. I mean, it looks good. Yeah, I, you know, I got to trim it up, and and uh, but you know, I, it's just me out here. So I, I, you know, it's not. It's I don't have to really get get dudded up, and so I've just kind of let it grow, and it's uh, now I look like um, I look kind of like. Um, like Jim Morrison a month before he died, you know, like kind of, kind of like kind of bloated, yeah. you know, out of control beard. Yeah. A little, a little dazed, a little confused. I don't know. Mixing bands there. That's okay. You know, but I, that's, I look like, yeah, about Jim Morrison in Paris a month yep. before he drank himself to death. That's kind of the, the look I've got cooking right now. You, I, I think you'd look like if someone were to like go in the woods looking for some sage advice, yeah. you know, like fairy tale characters. Yeah they would find like a cave and then you would be in there yeah. and tell them, you know, what to do with their gold and riches or some shit. Right. And, and yeah. then just give it like a lot of non sequiturs and weird stuff in there. Yeah. For those of you keeping score at home, the over under today oh, God. of, uh, of Adam taking shots of my appearance was four and a half. And uh, if you hit the over, you're a winner. We're already there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Charlie. Yeah. No. We're gonna set it. We're gonna set it next week at six and a half, and just see what happens. <laughs> I, just, I might not just. I just might not trim it just to see. Just to see how many jokes I can get out of you. I mean, right now it looks like someone tried to staple Robin Williams to your face. <laughs> That's the best one you've had so far. <laughs> yeah, it, someone. Uh, yeah, someone super glued Goodwill Hunting. Uh, Goodwill Hunting yeah. Robin Williams yes, onto my absolutely. face. I was thinking, yeah, like circa nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, um, <laughs> oh, that is unbelievable. That is so funny. What's funny is is that you know that the meaner they are, the more I'll laugh. I know it's so so bad, so it's but but you know but you you know that I don't take it I don't take them seriously, and you know the meaner they are, the more I'll laugh. That's why they're <laughs> so funny, and that's why I like kind of don't want to trim it because they're so funny. <laughs> when when was the last time you saw bare face like? Like no well, facial hair. Bare bare face. Oh, I man, six or seven years. You know. Are you the afraid beard, of- the beard the beard works for me. Oh, it totally you know? does. Absolutely. And it just and I just bec- I just became a beard guy. You know, I, I didn't like shaving. I it, it you know, ch- you know, kind of charred up my neck and mm-hmm. I just didn't like shaving and the beard works for me. So I just kind of kept it. But I um, you know, I it's always trimmed. Now it's not. Now it's completely feral. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like a barn cat. <laughs> you're, you're, that's what I'm going to call you. Johnny the barn cat, right? I'd love to have a theme song to Johnny the barn cat. <laughs> let me, get, let me write get a theme song. Get, get a theme song going. I picture it with like a jaunty organ. Of course. 
Yeah, Honey, no. you know that that's that's my medium. It's the yes. jazzy organ. It's you also are, what I call my pretty, penis. You're a pretty good. You're a pretty good musician, though. Uh, I love that. I used to be. You can play the. You can play the piano. I can. I've I've been known to. You can play the bass. Uh, I know my way around a bass. Adam had a uh, Adam had a white Fender bass. I still a, have it with a pastel dolphin decal on it. Um, it was yeah. it. It's the man. Well, no, to be fair, it's the manliest pastel colored dolphin <laughs> decal I've ever seen on a guitar. To be fair to you, it is. It is. Uh, I still have that bass, and yeah. that sticker is still on it. It's <laughs> great. Uh, yeah, I. Oof. I mean, someone should have stepped in and been like, "Hey, dude, you bought a white bass, and you're putting like a teal green dolphin sticker on it. What? What's the thinking here?" And I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at one of my guitars. It's a my uh, my Telecaster, and the sticker on that is uh, is Hunter Hunter Thompson's Gonzo Journalism uh, de- uh, symbol. That's the sticker oh, on my guitar. I think I've seen that one. It's a double. It's a double thumbed fist with a sword coming down and a peyote button in the in the middle of the hand. <laughs> that's the it. that's the decal on my my uh, silver Telecaster. I'm actually I'm looking, looking that up. At. The peyote button. It's it's yeah he he. Uh, he designed it in the in the late seventies, and then they still sell. I I, I have it on, I have it on t shirts. I have two t shirts I have it on. I have you know, um, it's it became the symbol for Gonzo journalism. Um, and Hunter, and then when Hunter died, uh, Johnny Depp, uh, who's been in the news lately, and Jesus Christ, um, wait, what happened to Johnny Depp? He's going through a divorce proceeding oh. with Amber Heard. Yes. and it is like it's messy, gross, gross, yeah. um, and what. What Hunter wanted when he died, I mean, Hunter was a lunatic, even though he's my favorite writer. He wanted the fifth symbol made into a 500-foot cannon, and then as the song Spirit in the Sky is playing, Love to it. shoot his ashes out of the cannon. And Johnny Depp paid three million bucks for his funeral, and they did it. I love it. They built a huge... Dollars? I'm pretty sure I have that right. I'll double-check myself, but I'm pretty sure I have that right. I feel like $300... Yeah, it's an enormous, like five hundred foot cannon. Oh, all these eight, all these A list. Yeah, it's huge, and so it's you know, Spirit in the Sky plays, and then they shot his ashes out the cannon with fireworks, and then they played Mister Tambourine Man, and everyone got drunk. That was Hunter's funeral. Why would you end it with a Bob Dylan song? Feel like well, I think I think just because you're awesome, (laughs) you know, yeah, just because I just know I'm gonna lose Bob Dylan this year, Adam. I'm just telling you. Yeah, I just, I just feel it. Oh, it'd be about time. Twenty twenty right? is so bad, and I'm going to lose one of my my huge heroes. I just yeah. Know. Uh, speaking of twenty twenty, do you have a do you have a twenty twenty as a dickhead for us, Johnny? I I I do as I had. It is a, a running segment on the show. Was that a clunky uh, transition? No. Well, come on now. We're we're uh, we're we're not we're not exactly pros right now. It, mm-hmm. You know, it's not okay. Yeah, but uh, we do have twenty twenty as a dickhead, and we have uh, the the jingle. That's so weird. <laughs> it's so bad. I love it. This week, uh, oh, I got to scroll up here. This week in 2020 is a dickhead. This is from uh, Sky News in England. Scientists say they went, quote, cuckoo. That's in the headline. Yep. Scientists say they went cuckoo due to laughing gas from penguin poo. Nitrous oxide pollution is no laughing matter, warned scientists who notice a significant greenhouse gas. Mm-hmm. Scientists have reported getting so high 
on the niger's oxide emitted from penguin poop that has actually made them ill the levels of nitrous oxide more commonly known as laughing gas given off by the colony's feces was about a hundred times higher than a fertilized field oh my goodness one scientist said it's truly intense, not just because <laughs> noxious oxide is 300 times more polluting than CO2. Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He adds, he adds the small nitrous oxide uh, cylinders you see lying in front of and floating around Copenhagen are no match for this heavy dose. He's talking about whippets, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That, uh, that result in a combination of nitrous oxide and hydrogen sulfide and other gases. So right. scientists are trying to study this huge penguin herd. And there's so much guano, I believe is what they call it, that it, it mixed with the elements that they actually are tripping balls on penguin deuces. That is an amazing story. I don't know if that's a shithead story or a dickhead story. Sorry. I think that's, that's amazing. That makes me happy. It's, but now you got to think, are there people going, hey, uh, we got to get out there and try this. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of penguins. They're not scientists. Making. They're like, hey, yeah. we can get out there and trip balls for free. Just got to go out there among the guano and just breathe deep and then just see what happens. Listen, as soon as you said it, I was thinking yeah. I was going to go ass to mouth with a penguin. Okay. I'd already <laughs> that's, the worst, that's the worst thing you've ever said. That can't be true. Uh, that's probably not true. We'd have to, like, we'd have I'm to, ready. It, we'd, have to we'd have to compile a list right there. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, but I mean, it, it, don't you think it should have like a, like it have like a, could you, could you sell it on the street? I mean, could you gather it? Somehow, and what, what would you know, like oh, you're slinging penguin deuce? I gotta go get, I gotta go, I gotta go get the deuce, man. I gotta, I'm, I'm aging, I'm, I'm hankering for the deuce, <laughs> Johnny. The most resourceful people I've ever met yeah, are drug addicts. <laughs> if they can totally figure true. out a way to not only smoke it or inhale it, they will do that, and then they will also figure out a way to sell it and market it. I, I have to think that there's gonna be at least a couple people that are gonna see like experiment with it. Yeah, that if it's it's five hundred times more powerful than laughing gas. <laughs> what uh, what do you think they're gonna call it? Like, if you had to come up with a name for penguin guano, uh, I think drug. I'm just going. I'm gonna stick with the deuce. Just just go penguin the, deuce and go I with the deuce. It. It's catchy. It. It's catchy. It's catchy. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm doing. It's like you know, it's things. like uh, you know, like uh, what's what's you know, they call it Molly. I don't know what what's the technical name for it. There's initials for it. DMA. Yeah, but that yeah. that's not as catchy as saying Molly. Right. Totally. So. If you know, for penguin guano, I think it's just like, hey, I, mean, I need, I'm just trying to get some of the deuce, man. Oh, man, you gotta we're going to be high as balls. <laughs> I need some of that empire, empire, emperor, emperor penguin. <laughs> emperor, emperor penguin. You know, that guy is cranking out some powerful stuff, man. Oh, yeah. The, the, the emperors, the emperors, man, they're, they're cranking, they're cranking out that, that pure stuff. That's the good shit. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> cranking out, they're, they're cranking out stuff that the cartels are after. <laughs> So be beware, ladies and gentlemen, if you see uh, a, a large field of penguins, if you get close, you might inadvertently trip balls. This has been 2020 is a dickhead. Uh, I'm, I'll be at the uh, Brock Zoo next week. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, can't, I, can't make, I can't make the uh, podcast next week. Uh, a Connecticut man broke into the Bronx Zoo late one night <laughs> searching for penguin poo. <laughs> they found him passed out with... A penguin sitting on his face. The man has been identified as, mid, as middle-aged Adam Drake, father of two, yeah. <laughs> who is notoriously known for having a dolphin sticker on a base. Oh, come on. You know That's I the, love the sea The creatures. New York Post would write that. You know the New York Post would write they that. They would. They would. They would take a cheap shot.
I'm okay with that though. You said you had a game to play. Would you like to do, I do. that? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if this is going to work. Um, now let's back up for one second. Have you mm-hmm. ever used Google translate? Uh, no, but I've seen like, I, I no, but I've seen like, um, like I've seen people do bits about it. Like I've seen like right. on the tonight show, people do a bit about it. Yeah. So basically let's say I want to learn what blah, blah, blah is in French. I put yeah. it in English, translate it. And it translates it poorly into French. Yeah. Right. It comes and it comes and then you translate it. Doesn't is it, is you translate it back into English and it comes back as like even more nonsense. Exactly. Not, so okay. this is yeah, what this yeah, game I've is. seen people do a bit about it. I've never done it myself. So um, sometimes it's close most of the time. Like if you go to like really strange languages, like, like you know, German and English are very close. So if you kind of translate right. to German and back, you're, you you're like going to be fairly okay. Finnish, Russian. Yes. Yeah. Like Punjabi. Oh, wow. Tra- English to Punjabi and then back, it's, it gets all sorts of fucked up. So yeah, yeah, what yeah. I have done is I have- All sorts of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it gets all sorts of fucked up. I have taken- um, one sentence summaries of famous movies okay. translated okay. them into Punjabi and then out uh-huh. from Punjabi back into English and you have to figure out what the movie is. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little, we're going to do a test. Okay. 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 That's okay. fine. Okay. I have no, so, idea, if I, I have no so, idea if I'm going to be able to get this. I think you're going to be fine to be honest. So, I know a lot of movie quotes to be fair, but it's okay. So this first movie, this is just the test. This is an example here. Uh, I've gone from English to Punjabi, back to English. Okay. A group of young incompetents discover an ancient map and set out to find a long lost treasure of a legendary pirate. So there I'm going Goonies. Yeah. So you'd be right. That's the Goonies. That's right. Okay. That's on the easier side. That sounds, yeah, that one's pretty, okay. (laughs) Right. And I will say that if there were any um, like identifying characters, I just took those things out. So, you know, Oh my goodness. I'm not talking about like, you know, I don't know. Corleone or anything. All right. <laughs> right. Uh, so I have six of these. Uh, so uh, let's, okay. I'm going to say four out of six. If you get four out of six, then you're, you're golden. And oh, I, I think you know all these. Three and a half on this? Okay. Okay. Three and a you half. You know all these three movies. I promise okay. you. Okay. Okay. So first one up. After hoping to get bigger, a teenage boy woke up the next morning and found himself mysterious in an adult. <laughs> I'm going Tom Hanks in big. Yes, I included that one because I was like, in an adult? That's weird. In an, in an adult is pretty, yeah, yeah. come on now. Come on. Okay. Even though, to be, fair, to be fair, in the movie, the kid was in an adult. He, he, boned, I, that, he boned that lady. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The kid was in an adult. By the way, yes, absolutely. I didn't realize that they had sex until 10 years ago. Yeah. You want to leave the lights on? Yeah, you know. Right, yeah, but yeah. like, uh, I mean, the kid's like 13 and he's banging like a 35-year-old woman. Yeah, 25. kind of a smoke show too. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, like, what? And it's kind of like a family movie too, right? It absolutely is. But part of it, a kid's banging an adult. <laughs> <laughs> like, like re-watching it, it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and by the way, if it was like a girl and it got like reversed, never, never would have gotten made. Never, never fly. Made. Yeah. Never. Um, okay, next up. Yes. Between the execution of his orders and the protection of the world he believed to be his home, the paraplegic marines sent to distant planets were torn. And let me know if you want me to reread them for you. Please, could you repeat that one, please? 
Again, we've gone from English to Punjabi. Back to I love English. that you chose Punjabi. <laughs> was, uh, they're lovely people, but it's just the language is weird. <laughs> Between the execution of his orders and the protection of the world he believed to be his home, the paraplegic marines, plural, sent to distant planets were torn. Is it Avatar? It is Avatar. Oh, they're kidding me. I felt like the boy, that was a, that was a, boy, that was a shot. That yeah. was a shot. It was a little tough. A little tough. A little that was a shot. Because I've only seen the movie that movie once. Yeah. Avatar is one of the movies that I just kind of like went, okay. Yeah. I was just I was just indifferent. Like, all right. I, okay. I think the yeah, the CGI was fantastic, but yeah, it was but dances I with wolves in space. Yeah, I, 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 and they're planning on doing three more of those or whatever it is. Seems I don't know, man. I don't know if we're clamoring for this, but yeah, I, I have not really thought about that movie since, to be honest with you. Saw it in the well, theater, thought, all right, you're welcome. All right, I'm on, okay. I'm on a roll though. You I'm are. All right, this one, this one's a little vague. I'll be honest. <laughs> Again, English, Punjabi, back to mm-hmm. English. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> when a cat- when a catastrophe strikes a city, a hero must accept one of the greatest psycholo- psychological and physical tests of his ability to fight injustice. Okay, one more time. Okay, <clears throat> let me clear my throat again. English, Punjabi, back to English. When a catastrophe. <laughs> When a catastrophe strikes a city, a hero must accept one of the greatest psychological and physical tests of his ability to fight injustice. I do not know. I'm going to say Superman. You would be incorrect. Ah, We are looking for the Dark Knight. Gosh. I don't know where catastrophe came from. So does that, by catastrophe, I mean... What would that be? You know what? I, I think the original one, I think the original uh, uh, summary was like a menace, like after a menace or, or a menace plagues Gotham City. So the catastrophe is the emergence of the Joker? I, I, I guess so. I, hmm. I, that's I, tough. I, that's, that's a good one. I, 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 okay. I, I was I'd stabbed in the dark there and missed. Dang. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you a hint. We're going a little old school on this next one. Okay. Ooh, that's, you go oh, talk dirty to me. You, you know, I like that. You know, <laughs> uh, I'm an old school chap. And this one, I just having seen the movie, knowing the summary, they kind of went a little hooey with the uh, translation. Here. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> I haven't heard the word hooey in a very long time. After witnessing the beating of two male musicians in a mob, they fled the state in a one woman band but other complications arose. Okay, again, I need you to repeat it one more time. Yes, again, English to Punjabi. Back to <laughs> That's getting funnier and funnier. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> after, after witnessing the beating of two male musicians in a mob, they fled the state in a one-woman uh, one band, but other complications arose. Two male musicians. After witnessing the beating of two male musicians in a mob. Now, I think, now my guess here is that they don't, when they say band, the, the, the translation doesn't mean an actual like rock I, band. I cannot tell you this. That would be against the rules. So again, I, I, I have, this is a stab on the, I don't know this one. I'm going Thelma and Louise. <sighs> no, Johnny, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, o- o- older school than that. We were looking for some like it hot. Oh, wow. Jack Lemmon. Man, oh, that's like yeah. 50. 
million or so. What a great movie. That's one of the funniest movies of all time. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but Billy yeah. Wilder directed it, I think. Yeah, I love. I, I do love that movie. In the translation, it's like these two male musicians witness like a killing by the mob, and they f- they flee that, with a woman. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and they pretend they pretend to be. Uh, excuse me, I ducked away from the microphone to push my dog away. For, forgive me. Um, Ju- Judy, whenever I'm t- Judy thinks I'm talking on the phone, and so she thinks it's time to go outside. So, oh, um, gotcha. But uh, yeah, I, I I remember hearing about that movie. That um, I guess that Marilyn Monroe was a real pill on that movie. Oh yeah. And like that they couldn't get her to get her lines out, and they were like putting lines like in open drawers, try to get her lines because she was just you know just I mean she was popped up, man. And, and incidentally, she was probably she was doing like, lines. Yeah, she. I guess she was really difficult to work with. And Jack Lemmon said uh, once that she was just really obnoxious, and she would like like grind on them, trying to get them, just trying to get them to get an erection, and then just walk away. I guess that she was really a a pill on that. That's like that's like me in middle school dances. Fair, yeah, <laughs> fair. Uh, Killing it though. Killing it, Johnny. Right now, you're two and I'm two. Close. I'm all right. Home. Man, getting a little scary. You got to get these next two right or else. I really do. Or I'm going to be mad for the rest of the day. <laughs> um, I'll be right. salty the rest of the day if I don't get them. Oh, my God. This one, I, I feel like I'm just handing to you on a silver platter. Okay. Because hmm. there are some specifics in here that if you know the movie, and I'm pretty sure you know this movie. Howard the Duck. Done. Forget it. No, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Excuse God, me. I'm sorry. Howard the Duck. Jesus. Uh, I, yeah. Again. This is a direct translation. I am not reading this incorrectly. This is the morning of World War III. In the Midwestern United States, a group of teenagers band together to protect their city and country from being attacked by Soviet forces. Pretty sure I've got it. Wolverine's Red Dawn. That's right. That's yes. right. Good job. Yes. Never saw the remake, by the way. Uh, why would you? Why would you? No, I, 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 like, I don't want to see this, man. Because you know what? Patrick Swayze isn't in this. Right, exactly. Like Jennifer uh, Grey isn't in this. Was Jennifer Grey in the first one? Yeah, yeah. Was she's she? one of the girls. She's one of the girls. She's one of the sisters that they hide, like in a little, uh, oh, like in a underground bunker. And he's like, he like says, "I want to show you some valuables." And then he shows the two girls hiding, and then they go and become part of the group. And that's right. I love that original movie. I I had that on like a VHS. I probably watched that two dozen times. Right, it's yeah, a good movie. Right it's classic. Yeah. I wonder if it holds up. When was the last time you saw it? You know, that's a great question. It probably has not been for a very long time. I'd, I'd, like, to, I'd like to find it somewhere and, and rewatch it. Just, it does have some funny lines in there, some clever lines. I guess it's not really a funny movie, but it does have <laughs> yeah. some clever lines in there. Yeah, what's, right. uh, what's, uh, what, what's the old guy's name? Powers Booth? Powers Booth. The, Absolutely. Yeah, I really liked it. We lost him a couple. He's a great character actor. He was really great in, uh, in Deadwood. Yeah, it was pre-cocaine Charlie Sheen. Oh, so classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I okay, like, I like that movie, uh, Johnny. This is the last one. This is this is it right here. This is it. This it's is coming down to this. Lose. Get it right. This, this means move if on I to the bonus Spike the football, or if I mope around for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh God! Now I see. I now I want you to get it right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. God. Again, English Punjabi. Back to English. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, I'm right. listening. The two prisoners have been in bondage for many years who are relieved and finally released through common arguments. Would you like that again, Johnny? Yes. Okay. The two prisoners have been in bondage for many years, who are relieved and finally released through common arguments. I'm going to, I'm going to, 
you know, shooters take shots at them. I hear it. You know I what I mean? Dude, shooters I take shooters take shots. You're a shooter. Which I, we, 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 shooters take shots. I know. I'm going. I'm going to put the game on the line and say Shawshank Redemption. You would be correct, Johnny. Congratulations. Experience the, next, the rest of your day happily. You're going to be okay. Oh my it goodness. Is. That, was, that was very funny. It was just a little fun. A little treat. A little snippet. Um, it's a little, just a little, little, uh, little shenanigans. Yeah, it's funny. Some of the ones that I came up with were like so obvious. Like this yeah. woman. That was, that, was really yeah. that was really funny. Yeah. Anyway, just a fun little thing. We have a we have a sponsor today here, Adam. Um, this episode of the Take the Ride podcast is brought to you by Doctor Poppy's Wonder Elixir with cannabis extract. Mm-hmm. A, <laughs> a glass in the morning is guaranteed to relieve symptoms and leave a pleasant feeling that lasts all day. The one bottle cure for colds, coughs, rheumatism, head tension, gout. Wow, sorry, gout. Don't laugh. This is our sponsor, Johnny. Yeah, Jesus. I know. I know. I'm sorry, gout influenza, and arthritis. Dr. Poppy's Wonder Elixir with cannibal extract, extract not suitable for children. <laughs> but I'm gonna totally, check, that's, wow. that's real. That's real. Uh, wait, two sixes a bottle? What does that mean? Or, or is so that like- I, was, I was not sure. My, my, when it, says, it says two apostrophe six a bottle at the bottom of yeah. the thing. I want, does that mean $2.60? I, I honestly didn't know. That's a lot for Dr. Poppy's. Yeah. yeah. I love, I love how at the bottom of the ad, it says not suitable for children in the tiniest font ever. Well, cause it really is, but you don't want your kid gooned on the sauce for too long. Right. Come on. Wonderful sponsor. Wonderful. Sponsor. Really happy to have them. I think, you know, if you have a sponsor, if you, if you own a company out there, you want yeah. to sponsor on take a ride, please, please do get in touch with us. And uh, Dr. Johnny at home. Yes, please do. Uh, I, I, I'll take your call. Um, I got nothing going on. Um, I, I, I'm hoping that Dr. Poppies will send us some swag. You know, I like to get, you know, yeah. I know they're T-shirts. still very active. <laughs> Although, honestly, like with all this CBD stuff, like if they just. I've never, I've never tried that, by the way. No? No, I don't know. Um, never, it doesn't appeal to me. It kind of takes the edge off, I guess. Maybe. Mm. It's probably all psychosomatic, but uh, I don't mind it i don't do it all the time but uh i like this it's almost like ben gay or like your tiger <laughs> mom i don't know why you're laughing it's just the name of a product johnny just the name of a uh, that's, gonna, that's next week's sponsor <laughs> but uh yeah I, I put this i put this bomb on my back yeah and it makes like me feel better cosmo kramer put the bomb on it yep jack and giles upset God, i, I told you to put the bomb on there <sighs> Um, so I, I did want to discuss one thing. Um, I got into it on Twitter today. Yeah, I don't, but here's the thing. I didn't really get into it. I, 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 that's, that's a strong word and I'm a super pacifist. So when I say I got into it, I had like two lines of discussion with, with someone that we, we both know. It's fairly Um, benign, but still odd. Yeah, so I will say that like I this person, and I'm not gonna say this who this person is, but I, I don't really know. No, her that we're way. keeping us very vague. Um, but I have I've I've read her essays before. I think that or I find her to be funny, insightful, intelligent. Yeah, she's a good writer. Yeah, she's also a feminist. Uh, and yeah. so you know, I just like like really interesting stuff. Um, but she's also not a mask wearer. Is that the right term? She doesn't wear masks in this time of COVID. And. Um, Obnoxious, uh, obnoxiously so. Well, um, yeah, and, and that's uh, kind of what we got. 
into it today. Um, yeah. So, uh, like, I I am not I'm not a smart man, Johnny. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I I pick my nose, I fart, and yeah. smell, fart in my hand, and I smell it a lot. You know? Buttercup. Yep. <laughs> buttercup. We call that a buttercup. That's amazing. I'm using that. <laughs> oh my god, that, that's the greatest thing I've heard all day. That was uh, a, a, in junior high. You didn't do it to yourself. You did it to a friend. It was a oh, buttercup. That's- yeah, so you'd reach around and then put it right in someone's nose. Buttercup. That's so. That's cool. Sorry, there's a siren outside. They're they're finally coming to get me. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so I'm not smart, but I do really want to like understand where people are coming from. Um, I will say that I'll be the first one to admit that I live in in a bubble and uh, in an echo chamber. I'm surrounded by liberals. My wife is a liberal. Uh, most of my yeah. friends are liberals. Uh, we all kind of have degree, the same. To a degree, we all are. So that's, you know. Right. And, and, I, and, I, and I recognize that. And I, you know, when I travel down south, uh, when I go to other, other countries, it's always eye-opening to see how wrong some of the things are that I'm involved with. I, I kind of see different points of view. And I, I really, I generally appreciate learning these other points of view. Um, and so today, or actually it was yesterday, I'm sorry. I see this mm-hmm. video of a guy in Costco not wearing a mask. I don't know if it was Costco. It could have been Walmart. It could have been. Was he wearing a red shirt? Yes, he was wearing. That, a red shirt. that was in Costco, and he okay. lost his job. He lost his job, by the way. Okay, so yeah, he, yeah. what pissed me off is that he's not wearing a mask, and it's yeah. affecting other people around him. It's a very selfish act in my mind to not wear a mask. So, <laughs> so I, I wrote something on my Twitter account saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in reaction to him saying, people not wearing face masks in public, we aren't laughing with you. We're laughing at you, albeit muffled, because we're behind the masks, right? Yeah. Stupid, but kind of fun. and Fair know, joke. Just, just to be Fair like, joke. hey, I get it. Like, you know, I'm sorry that uh, I'm sorry that you don't wear your mask, but you're kind of being selfish, right? <sighs> so I get into a discussion with another one of my Twitter followers who agrees with me, basically. And um, mm-hmm. And I said a tweet to her because she's like, have you ever encountered anyone in public? And, you know, I live in Connecticut, so not really. So I say, in our neck of the woods, uh, there hasn't been much resistance to the masks. Just a lot of people who don't actually know how to wear them properly. A lot of, like, nose exposed, right? And then I say, but those troglodytes who selfishly don't wear them because of their rights need to lick mm-hmm. a doorknob. Yeah. See, I think that's, I think that's, a, I think that's good writing because troglodyte <laughs> is amazing. And Thank lick you. a doorknob is catchy. Well, and, yes. And you're, you're obviously joking. <laughs> you're it joking. Was a joke. Yes, the joke. But I, basically, what I was trying to say was, hey, if you're if you don't think that masks work, then try licking a doorknob, right? Because that's yeah. you know that's also another way to to get sick. Um, and so our friend chimed in last night, and she's on the West Coast, so I actually didn't get her responses until this morning. Uh, and she said, "I'm not wearing one. They don't work. Science. It's like asking <sighs> a flea not to jump through a chain link fence. Fence. Uh, my doctors admitted it. If you want to wear one, go for it." but don't bully others. And I got that. And, but my, my tweet in fairness was me trying to talk about this bully on, in Costco. Right. Yeah. Everyone was wearing entitled. a t-shirt that said ruling the world since 77, 1776, by the way. So really? Yeah. yeah that's what his t-shirt said. Sound like, sound like a cool guy. You sound, you sound nice. You sound nice. Anyway, go ahead. Excuse yeah. Me. No, no, no. So, um, so I, I, the one, I, everyone has their own opinion, opinion. The one thing I took, uh, or I, you know, kind of didn't agree with was her fact or her statement that said that, uh, uh, they don't work. Masks don't work. Right. And your doctor didn't, a doctor did not say that. Right. 
So I tweeted her back, which is probably stupid. I like at this point, like why engage, right? And I just sent her links to the Mayo Clinic, Stanford, UC San Francisco, all these articles about how masks actually do help the spread of COVID. Yeah. And these aren't just backyard scientists. These are like, you know, this the is Mayo, the Mayo Clinic, Clinic right? This, they know a thing or two. Uh, and so I ended my tweet with science. They reduced, reduce the spread, get new doctors. <laughs> right you're like, burnt you're burnt oh, yeah <laughs> and i also and i also apologize for the tweet about licking doorknobs i don't want anyone to get sick i i get it like come on but and, and this is the thing that i'm really struggling to understand with not just this person not just you know but but with people at large who don't wear masks it's like what what does it cost you to wear a mask i mean do you have I any idea? like no right and i don't know I mean, Johnny, let, let's say that these scientists are wrong. Let's say that these doctors are wrong and these organizations yeah. are all wrong, right? So right. You've worn what a mask for a few months. They don't yeah. lose anything. No harm, no foul. But, but yeah. what if they're right, <laughs> okay? That you've actively spread, spread the virus. You've actively hurt and potentially killed people. And that's what's driving me crazy about this. There was a video uh, this morning on Twitter from Bill Nye, the science guy, yeah. who showed, he put a candle up he blew through a scarf and blew out the candle. Did he, he fart? The can- it, did he fart? <laughs> a little blue dark. <laughs> um, and uh, then he relit the candle and then put on a medical mask and blew and the candle didn't go out. Guys. Interesting. Come- yeah. Oh, like, doesn't this prove it for you? <laughs> so would you like me to tell the story of this person? If you want to. I, you, you know her a lot better than I do. I, yes. And so I, in fact, happened- I know her through you. Yes. So. I, I, actually really, I actually really like this person, okay? So a little more than three years ago, I was writing these short, I was writing these short stories about Trump. They're, they're crazy, gonzo, sarcastic stories mocking the guy. Mm-hmm. And I got an email from, uh, from a girl. She's a, she's a writer and a model. And she said, um, I've, I've read your stories and I, I, you know, I dig them. And, and I'm, I, she lives in Seattle now. Mm-hmm. And she was going to come down to Portland for something. And she said, would you like to get a cup of coffee and talk about writing? I said, sure. Oh, that's awesome. So we became friends and, and we yeah. would just, you know, we would talk on the phone every few months. And, you know, we shared a similar sense of humor and, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, she, you know, and we would text, you know, jokes back to each other here and there. Well, she met a guy on a dating app okay. who is an ex-Marine. And uh, I actually initially liked the guy. And after a while, <laughs> she started adopting this alt-right, weird Alex Jones style talking points. Okay. And it started to creep in uh, and I, I, I missed some hints early. I went to brunch with them about a year ago mm-hmm. in Seattle and we were talking at brunch and did, I don't remember a, how, did you get a mimosa? I don't, I, I don't think I, I don't think I did, but no, yeah. okay. no but yeah. Sorry. Again, I'm, another I'm the, important detail. Yeah. I, I'm the, you know, but I'm the poor for that. Um, <laughs> and I don't know, I don't know what the circumstance was, but I mentioned that tragic shooting in Vegas, the one at the, at the country yeah. music concert. Yeah. And the guy says, you know, there's a recording that proves the shooting came from three different angles. Okay. And that's obviously nuts, but right. you know, I'm at brunch, you know, so I didn't say anything. Right. Like, okay. That's a little weird. And then, yeah, I was like, okay, that's a little strange. I didn't, but I didn't get it. And then, you know, a, a, a year, a year goes by of just having these little conversations, but the jokes in the text got less and less. 
And yeah. then um, I, I went to I went to see them again, and she said uh, she said, uh, "Well, that's just what the MSM tells you." MSM, which is kind of the code for the mainstream media. It's what these alt-right guys say. And again, I didn't really pick up on it. But then I started like being a little more curious. And so I started looking at their social media posts. Now, okay. he has a Facebook page. One of, excuse me, two of the letters on his last name are inverted, which makes me think it's just so he's harder to find. But when oh. he finally added me, then it was like all this, this conspiracy stuff. And so I like muted him. Like, okay. Okay. So it's like Alex Jones. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, mocking mocking the virus and stuff. Oh, by the way, his character. I hope people realize that he he said un, he admitted under oath in a divorce settlement that it's a character. He's acting, you knuckleheads. So I, I started seeing this. I was, ah. So I started looking at their posts on some of the comments, and then she would said, "It's what's well, a shame that Seattle's such a shitty liberal place." It's a weird thing to say. Then she said, "We're thinking about saving money to build a compound in Montana." Compound. Okay does not have a great connotation to it. I will say only rich people or very poor people have compounds. Yeah, and lunatics that are stockpiling AR15s. So I started go I started just kind of ghosting them because I was like, okay, this is weird. She started arguing with my friends on on Facebook people she doesn't know stuff about how the WHO is in cahoots with Bill Gates doing doc to give us vaccine. I mean it, it just started getting like weirder and weirder. So I just stopped and then she tells me, she sends me a text and she says, you need to check out my, my new YouTube page. So out of curiosity, I did. Right. And she's talking about QAnon. I, oh, so that's okay. when I was like, okay, that something's wrong here. Something has gone, something has happened here. And a little while after that, they FaceTime me together. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, I'm going to give them one more chance here. So I, FaceTime for a little bit. They have a daughter. I mean, I've given her daughter presents. I've given her daughter a Seahawks uh, dress and a Disney princess book. You know, we, we, we become friends. Yeah, of course. And we talked for a little bit and then they closed the conversation with, with, we want, we want you to see something. We're going to send you a link. They sent me a YouTube documentary. This like junior varsity level documentary of conspiracy, of the conspiracy theory. And it was just like this random dude. It's just Jimmy Lipper at the end of the bar that (laughs) said he was a stunt man in Los Angeles. And he had all this evidence of all the satanic activity in Hollywood that, you know, that Katy, Katy Perry bought the, what's, is it called nunnery? Is that, I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah. Sure. Is that what it's called? She bought like a, a, a big old, like used to be a nunnery and that was for satanic rituals. But all he would do is like show video of them and then spout his nonsense with no, like no evidence at all. Right. No backing so up of it. I, yeah. And so I read that. I was like, okay, we're, we're done. I, I, this is, this is crazy. Um, and so I just started, I just started ghosting them. Right. Um, so they sent out, I, forgive me. I'll wrap this up. They sent out a, a group uh, text to about 15 people. These are all people in Seattle. I, I didn't, they were just, I didn't know any of these people inviting people to their daughter's birthday party. Uh, oh, during COVID. This is in, this is in April. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is a, the, a, the initial height of it. And I didn't respond three days later. Apparently a lot of people didn't respond because she, angrily says it i can't believe that hardly any of you responded we're having the birthday party anyway and then a couple people texted back uh uh we're not getting together right now 
This is that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. So my read on that was I am not the only one that saw this change in, in ideology, change in behavior, and right. has stepped away from this person. And I feel terrible about it. So a little while goes longer after me not answering texts, and she sent me an email. Why don't you want to be our friends anymore? I thought, okay, I gotta be honest. I wasn't sarcastic, I didn't take any shots, I just said, look, I cannot. I cannot allow this darkness, this QAnon nonsense into my life. Yeah. If you, you might as well, if, if you told me that you're now a Trump supporter and follow QAnon, you might as well have told me you joined Scientology. I'd have <laughs> the same reaction. It'd be yeah. Deuces, you know, toodaloo. Yeah. And so I, I had, I had to, to say, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I have not heard from them since. But what I closed with is remember, I have not changed. I'm the same liberal New Yorker goofball that I was three and a half years ago when you met me. Yeah, I'm not different at all because if you were saying these things when we first met at Powell's books and had a coffee, we would not have become friends. Mm -hmm. So what my, my, the point of all that is it is just really sad to see people embrace this crazy ideology. And that's part of why the masks have become such an issue because that far right media pounds them with stuff about how the masks are, are, are evil and trying to control you and to take away your freedoms and to take away your liberty. It's, I, it's, it was, it's really, really sad to see because I honestly care about her. Yeah. I, and, and maybe that's what I struggle with is like, why, why the masks? Like what? Like why? Why? Why because is that? The game show host. The game show host made it an issue. He made it a political issue. He, we are the only country in the world, Adam, that has treated this as a political issue and not a health issue. Right. That's why we have handled this the worst in the fucking world because we're True. the only ones that it's become a political issue to have health standards. And it's because the game show host won't wear a mask. He wouldn't wear a mask initially, and then he right. knew he should, but he's never going to admit that he's wrong. So we right. stuck with it, not caring about your health. But okay, so let's devil's advocate here, right? Like these people, they believe what they want to believe, right? Everyone is entitled to their opinion and to their I belief. It. I get it. But, but when it harms other people. And that's my point, is what happens when it harms other people? And, and is that- It's selfish. Like why can't people just step away and realize that 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 they're harming other people and 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 to take like a better look at it and maybe maybe we need to do that too maybe we are so insulated in this liberal world that we don't see the crazy shit we're doing right but i well, i try I see to the make, numbers the numbers aren't lying right and and that's where that's where the difference is is that like you look at all right here's here's a here's an example i was in south carolina a month and a half ago right everyone in connecticut is currently wearing masks everyone in connecticut started wearing masks in march uh, I went to South Carolina. No one's wearing masks, right? Right now, yeah. Connecticut has one of the lowest transmission rates in the country. Yeah, South Carolina has one of the highest in the world. Yeah, not just the country. They're, spi- like, they're one of the spiking. Yeah, yeah. So you got to wonder, like, it's empirical evidence, right? It, masks work. Yesterday, the Associated Press had an article that health experts in Tulsa say that they believe a spike in Tulsa directly goes back to the 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 Trump rally from two weeks ago, and. Yeah. Well, what did you think was going to happen? Right. I mean, how much you want to bet that there's going to be in next week that there'll be a similar story about the surrounding parts of Mount Rushmore because yeah. of the Fourth of July celebration? The evidence is there, you guys. Now, we don't. I, we shouldn't maybe continue to rant about this, but with this person who I, I do, I do feel really bad about this situation because it ended poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I checked her Twitter about two weeks ago. So out of curiosity. Yeah. There was stuff mocking black lives matter and uh, a post saying, quote, here is the best documentary about Pizzagate. That woman has lost the plot. That's fucking bonkers. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just, let me, let me, if I, if, before I, I, if we wrap things up here, um, Tom Hanks was on the Today Show this week. Mm -hmm. Um, I really would like to see his new movie and Hanks who went through the the COVID-19 and he said that him and his missus, um, uh, the lovely Rita Wilson, uh, they said that they would just went through hell for three weeks, just feeling terrible. Excuse me. Gatorade burp. (laughs) And, uh, it's true. It's totally true. Orange Gatorade. Um, and so he said that, where he gets upset is that he has gone through this and he, he sees how many people that aren't doing the most simple measures to try to take care of each other. Wash yeah. your hands, yep. wear a mask in public and practice social distancing. That is not that hard. No. And what Tom Hanks said, if you can't do those three simple things to try to take care of your neighbor and show you people, you show that you care about other people. I have very little respect for you. Yeah. I have to side with America's dad on this. Gosh, um, because I say, you know, these, this, like I, I have said this two months ago, the dumbest among us will make sure this goes longer, not listening to the smartest among us, meaning doctors and scientists, yeah. you know, and you know, and it's well, going to cause, it's got to cause. They're, they're in cahoots, Johnny. Are they listening in? They might be oh. the, the new world order. You know, what's happening. Yeah. They, they know. There's okay. got to be a black, black helicopter above my, above my They're house. all okay. part of it, Johnny. All right. So, I'll, okay, let me start. Okay, real quick. I'm gonna, I, we, and I know I'll wrap it up. Okay, here we go. Sorry. Um, uh, the irresponsibility is going to take away sports in the fall. And I know that's a trivial thing. I totally <laughs> get it. I totally get it. So, wait, but, hold on. You're more upset yeah. about losing sports than losing grandma and grandpa? What it means to me is that we are going to continue to have the loss of regular life. Yeah. Um, of just normal everyday life and because also of the, life. Yeah. And yeah, right. Because of the irresponsibility of people, the, the manager of Liverpool is a, a, a German chap. They just won the, the um, they just won the premiership, but oh, he's, his name's your, his Liverpool. Name's, yeah. Congrats Liverpool fans. Um, they're fun to watch actually. And his name is Jurgen Klopp. And he said in an interview this week talking uh, about, wait, how, about, is he a bond villain? Oh yeah, yeah. Jurgen Klopp is going to be in the next uh, bo- the next Bond okay, movie. Okay, cool. <laughs> and he, he said, yeah. He goes, yeah. I understand. I'm paraphrasing him, obviously. I understand that that football does not automatically matter, but it's the most important of the least th- important things. It's these little things that yeah. give us positivity in life, and things like that, and going to the re- and going to indoor restaurants, and going to movie theaters, mm-hmm. and going Jerking to concerts in public. Oh no 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 no! no, no. Oh, you derailed it. You derailed it. Oh shit! I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, but that's for me. That's my. (laughs) That's fair. It's the loss of those things that is makes this so infuriating. Yeah, because it didn't have to happen. It didn't. Every other country besides us and maybe Brazil uh, figured it out. Germany had like 230 cases the other day. We had like 33,000. want a hug i wish i you know what i'm not i'm not being funny i have not had a hug since the first week of march and that hug came from that girl that i ghosted and abandoned kid you not that's true 
That, my friends, is sad. Um, but there's a story about my, my about my nephew Landon farting in the phone. So that was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if I could hire a prostitute to go to your house with a mask and just give you a hug. <laughs> I'm happy to do you that. Like, you know, like, the, like the nurse in Ferris Bueller that knocks on the door yeah. doing the rhyming thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the nurse that likes to. Likes to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to send over a candy striper. Yeah. I, happily. Just to give you a hug. That's it. Uh, that, that's, that'd be all I need. And she'd be like, you know, you're, you, know, you know what you look like? You look like Jim Morrison right before he died. <laughs> Shut up, candy. Get out of here, candy. Don't judge me. <laughs> Go back to your whoring. <laughs> oh my goodness uh your face looks like the front end of a zamboni <laughs> like see i'm not shaving them so these keep coming yeah, they, they make know. me they make me laugh so much you look like you're gonna resurface an ice skating rink the next episode of the Take the Ride podcast, the over-under on mocking my beard will be at seven and a half, ladies and gentlemen. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. I like that. Yeah, we, yeah so gamblers, uh, gamblers take note that you know, the, the, lines, the, line, the line is, is moved uh, because of your performance today. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, Johnny, do you want to sign us off here? Yeah, I'd be more than happy. I'd be more okay, than happy to. You do, it. You do uh, what you need to do. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us today. I know we. It, I'm sorry if that uh, that end part bummed you out, but uh, we hope that we hope that you know that we come from a good place. That we come from a place of caring and try to come from a place of understanding. So please, this week, please don't be one of these goofballs that shows up on a video slamming shit in grocery stores and yelling racial slurs at people. Please don't be those people this week. Please be the people that listen to this podcast. For Adam Drake, I'm Johnny Wright. Be sound. Uh-huh.